We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to cbbalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th, so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division I teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link. It is the Field of 68's off-season grades. I'm Greg Waddell, and I am joined today by the incomparable Rob Doster. And we're going to talk about a program, Rob, you got to see up front and close, up front and personal, whatever the phrase is last year. You went there, the Texas Longhorns. And from what I heard, you and your cohorts at the Field of 68 were blown away by the trip. Well, Rob, it was an explosive season last year that ultimately turned out pretty good for the Longhorns, and they have a big chance to build on it, but there are a lot of new faces and a lot of guys making their way out as well. Gone, Marcus Carr, Timmy Allen, Serge Jabari Rice, holder of the best pump fake in college basketball, Christian Bishop, Arterio Morris has headed to Kansas and Rowan Brumbaugh, Jeff Goodman's favorite coming back. Dylan Mitchell, Dylan DeSue, Brock Cunningham, Tyrese Hunter. And as far as newcomers go, there are some big names from the portal here. Caden Shedrick, Max Acemas. Remember that guy? I remember that guy. Chris Johnson, number 45 in ESPN's top 100. Ithiel Horton from UCF. Chendall Weaver from UT Arlington are in as well. Rob, lots of new faces along with many other teams in the country, but there's a lot of talent on paper for this Longhorns group. Do you like what they've done this offseason? I I do. I think that they salvaged what could have been a really, really uh, bad offseason. What was not listed there um, in terms of the comings and goings was that they had a commitment from Ron Holland, who ended up reopening his uh, uh, recruitment and going to the G League Ignite program, where... Um, he is projected as a top three pick in this year's NBA draft, as well as AJ Johnson, a guy that was uh, 
that was committed to the program, a top 25 player, borderline five-star recruit who is going the professional route as well. He is headed to Australia to play in their NBL Next Stars program. So um, for a while, it looked a little bit dicey, right? For a while, it looked like um, Rodney Terry, after signing his long-term contract, after agreeing to a deal that was going to make him be the actual head coach instead of just the interim head coach at the University of Texas, um, it didn't look like he was going to be able to have much. There was a point in time we were like, are they going to be able to fill a roster here? Uh, and he kind of salvaged it, right? Getting Ace Miss was the big one. Getting Dylan Mitchell back was probably the next biggest one. Bringing in Caden Shedrick is really going to help. Uh, keeping Dylan Disu healthy is going to be something that matters. Um, but overall, uh, I think that you can kind of pencil in a really good starting lineup. Um, a couple of nice pieces off the bench. And then as long as some of these transfers, uh, specifically um, Weaver and the Anyama kid coming in from UTEP, as long as they're good enough to do a job as like the eighth, ninth, tenth men, and maybe one of these freshmen figures things out, like I think you have a pretty good team here, one that on paper should be good enough to be able to keep Texas in the top half of the Big 12. I think I agree with most of what you just said here. I, I might be a little rosier on Texas than you are, which is rare when we do these videos. <laughs> I feel like that's only happened about once out of 20 times. But I, when I think of Texas basketball, really over the last decade, I feel like most Texas teams to me have, they've had talent, but they've been pretty deep, almost to the point where sometimes I get the sense that they're too deep, if you could say that. Like, they just have a lot of moving parts, a lot of guys that think they need minutes, um, a lot of guys that do need minutes, but maybe not necessarily the clearest roles that you would like. Like, that's last year's team to me had a bunch of dudes, a bunch of good players, but they didn't really have anyone emerge that was like, single hand like I, I didn't know who their alpha was one night it was Marcus Carr early in the season it was Tyrese Hunter then he really sort of stepped back Timmy Allen down the stretch of the season was often the guy but I, I almost look at this year's roster on paper and feel like there's a little more clarity by necessity here like the the backcourt of Ace Miss and Hunter I don't know that there's a more talented backcourt in the country than this they've got a hit I don't love the fit together but I'm still holding my Tyrese Hunter stock Rob and Maybe I'm wrong for doing that, but I like his fit next to Acemas a lot more than I liked it next to Marcus Carr. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably fair because they're they're different players, right? Whereas Carr and Hunter were kind of like the same the same mold, they had different strengths. But um, my concern here is, well, it, it's twofold, and this kind of gets into the X factor conversation a little bit. But um, one is Max Acemas was awesome in the Summit League. The Summit League is known as a conference where everybody tries to score 95 points. Nobody really plays any defense. And you can get away with being a five foot, what, nine, 175 pound point guard without much of an issue. Now you're going into a conference that is known as one of the most physical, one of the most athletic, one of the toughest, one of the best defensive leagues that you're going to find in college basketball probably ever. Right. When you consider all of the teams in this conference, who, by the way, are also bringing in Houston. I don't know if you've heard of them, Greg. They're pretty good at basketball. Um, so you combine that with the fact that there isn't like an overloaded amount of shooting. Right. Um, Tyrese Hunter is probably the best. If you consider the starting lineup of Ace Miss, Hunter, Dylan Mitchell, Dylan Disu, and Caden Shedrick, Hunter's probably the best perimeter shooter out of that group that's not Ace Miss. So you're not looking oh, okay. at a ton of floor spacing um, when you have 
Mitchell and, and Shedrick, who both kind of want to do things in the same spot, right? Like they're both going to do most of their damage in and around the basket, catching lobs, being a vertical threat. So um, I, I kind of, I like it in theory. I don't know necessarily how it is all going to come together and work in actuality, right? Like it seems good on paper to have those five players playing together. It's, I'm a little bit more concerned with how it's going to actually work when you have to go out there and say, okay, this is what we're going to run. This is where we're going to create these sets. This is how we're going to get open shots. This is where the space is going to come from. This is how we prevent five guys from sitting in the lane and just climbing up into Max Asmus and getting as physical as possible with them. So um, I'm a little bit worried about that aspect of it. But when you consider the fact that like there was a point in time where the roster was, you know, Brock Cunningham and Tyrese Hunter, and you were just kind of like, yeah, well, what are they going to do here? I think that we're in a pretty good situation if you're t- they're they're a preseason top twenty five team to me. Okay, yeah, I am a little higher than I would put them like fifteen ten. I think uh, I, I think there's a chance Horton can answer the shooting question, right? I mean, he, he's a big attempts guy. He's six point six last year at UCF, but he has multiple seasons. Every year that he's played college basketball, four different seasons, three different programs, he shot over five attempts from three every single season. He shot 35% or better. Like to me, you know what you're getting there. Uh, Obviously it's a faster, more physical league, but um, to me, he's a guy that is absolutely going to be able to space the floor. The question is just, do you want him on the floor for 25 to 30 minutes? Or is that more of like a a 15 minute role where the starting that you play with doesn't have that. that. That's the biggest thing to me is that if he's on the floor, um, somebody else is in on the court, right? Same thing with Brock Cunningham, Brock Cunningham can really shoot it. Right. But he's kind of one of these standstill veteran glue guy, connective tissue kind of players. And if he's on the court, I mean, you're not maybe Dylan Mitchell's not out there. Maybe Dylan D. Sue's not out there. Maybe you're playing Mitchell at the small ball five and Caden Shedrick's not out there. You know, so that's. I'm always a little bit concerned about teams where you need to have players that are not your best five on the court to be able to have the most influential offense or something that necessarily works so um there's going to be a little bit of mixing mixing and matching and look if rodney terry is going to earn that 15 million dollar contract that he signed you got to figure out a way to make it work like there's there's they go seven deep maybe eight deep maybe nine deep there's enough talent there but you're going to have to find a way to get creative because on paper it's not going to be the easy like there's teams when you look at them greg where you say okay this is how it's going to work this guy's going to do this this guy's going to stand over here this dude's going to make this shot they're going to run this offense and it's going to work we know it's going to work there seems like that on the defensive end before you can say the same thing trying to figure out exactly what texas is going to do like it's not it's not simple right there's a lot of questions that need to be answered yeah that's fair i still think it could be more simple than we think and i think the answer is probably just one of disu or mitchell is not on the court together with Shedrick and the other one. Um, my bet would be their best lineup ends up being Mitchell at the four, Shedrick at the five, Shooter at the three, and the two guards, Hunter and Acemas. I love that lineup. I think it makes a lot of sense on paper. Obviously, you don't want to bench Disu for long, but it's something that could work, especially in crunch time of games. What are your expectations for this group? We mentioned how good the Big 12 is. They have uh, many people's number one team in the country, Hunter Dickinson and Kansas. They also have Houston. They have Baylor, as we know, and a bunch of other good teams. Jerome Tang is going nowhere. Can this group compete for a Big 12 title, or what should the expectation be in year two under Rodney Terry? Uh, I don't think anybody that isn't Kansas or Houston is going to be competing for a Big 12 title this season. 
Um, I, I spoke with Kelvin Sampson earlier this summer, and he had one of the, the best ways to kind of wrap your head around what the Big 12 is going to be. It's a conference where one team wins most of the time, and that team happens to be the preseason number one team in America. So saying that you need Texas to compete for a Big 12 title is just something that is unfair and unlikely. Um, I would say that they have enough on paper to be able to be a top five team. Now, I think the biggest – I mentioned the X factor being how Max Haysmith adjusts. I think the biggest sw- like swing player, swing skill, uh, swing dude, whatever it is, if Dylan Mitchell ends up being a guy that can live up to his like top five player in the country uh, hype coming into to college – then it completely changes what the ceiling for this team can be. You know, one thing we have John Henson on this, this on our network, right? Um, Mitchell played for John Henson's AAU team when he was like 14, 15, 16 years old, something like that back in Tampa. And like Henson raves about him. Henson's like, you haven't seen what this kid can do. You haven't seen what he can be offensively. Once he gets a little bit of confidence, once he kind of figures out like where he's allowed to be aggressive and how it fits within the framework of an offense, you're going to see something out of this kid. Well, we kind of need to see it, right? Like this is a year for you to actually be able to figure that out and find out what he is as a player. And if he ends up being a 12.6 board, a couple steals, a couple blocks, a couple of assists, uh, someone that impacts the game just for being as athletic as he is and also can kind of do something in a half-court setting, then I think you're talking about like, yes, they can maybe push Baylor for that number three spot in the league. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one, and man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com backslash field six eight that's field six eight f-i-e-l-d the number six the number eight and you can get yours now so check it out and help support this show thanks we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If not, then I think finishing top half of the Big 12 with an above 500 record in the conference would be a good result for them this season. Yeah, I think the the only expectation that should matter to Texas fans, in my opinion, this season is solidifying the Roddy Terry decision. Like, have a season that is successful enough that is a non-question mark season. Like, there's never a moment this season where you're wondering if Texas is a tournament team, right? Whether that's just, okay, they're in and out of the top 25, whether that's they're established as a top 20 team from start to finish, something like that. It, to me is what they need. I think it's very attainable. And honestly, I think they do it. That would be my prediction on paper. I'm buying some Texas stock. Uh, your your Mitchell questions are a good segue into X Factor. He is my X Factor, Rob. I think the most valuable commodity in college basketball is sophomore pros who, for whatever reason, either it didn't work out to go to the NBA in one year or whatever, like just they want to come back. There's tons of reasons. Dylan Mitchell's back. He's an NBA talent. We know that. We don't know what that's going to look like in college still. It wasn't what everybody hoped it could have been in year one, but this team needs more from him. He's going to have opportunity to do more this season, and I think you see flashes of all of that. I think there's a very clear world where he is the best player on this team from the moment he steps on a court this season, and it could totally swing things for the Longhorns. He's my X factor. If if he is the clear best player on Texas this season, then I think Texas is a very clear top 10, top 15 kind of a team this year. Um, what do you – let me ask you this. What is – so we know what Max A. Smith's numbers were the last couple of years um, playing for Oral Roberts. What do you think he's going to put up this year? Like if you had to set over-unders on the points and assists that he would average, and I gave you 13.5 points, 4.5 assists, are you taking over on those? Are you taking under on those? Where do you stand? You said you had it 15.5 is the number for points? 13.5 points, 4.5 assists. God, you set those lines so well. Um, I'll take the under on assists in optimistic hope that Tyrese Hunter is the playmaker for this team. Uh, I think Ace would be best served in that role. I think it's going to benefit him much that he doesn't have to do all of that for this team and can focus on hunting shots. 
I'll take the over on points barely. I think he'll end up 14-15 more than he would end up 11-12, but probably not much higher than that. I mean, the competition jump is real, right? We know that. But again, if he if Hunter is what I think Hunter can be, I think it allows A. Smith to be the best version of himself. If Hunter struggles at times like he did last year, then I think A. Smith feels the side effects of that and gets in a little over his head. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you there. I I think it'll be a little bit higher on assists just because I think that they're going to put a little bit more emphasis on being a playmaker than just being a score. Cause I, I just look when you're five, nine, I don't, it's going to be very, very hard for you to be five, nine and score a lot of points in the big 12. Um, I will say Marquise Noel just did it. Yeah. And Marquise Noel is special. And what I was going to say is that if, if, if he, that that's what you have to hope for. If you're Texas, right? Like if you want to compete, if you want to be like a final four kind of a team, if you want to be able to make the elite eight again, if you think you can be a top 10 caliber team, like you kind of need, I don't want to say Max Aismas and Dylan Mitchell need to be Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson because they were both all Americans, but like you kind of need like the JV version of that, right? Like you need, you need them both to be in the conversation for all big 12 kind of guys. And I'm not convinced that that could happen. I do think that there is a world where it does happen. So, um, which is why I'm I'm perfectly fine with Texas being a preseason top twenty five team. I'd probably have them right around like twenty twenty two, something like that, somewhere in that area. Over under zero point five of those two players, Max A. Smith and Dylan Mitchell, are first team All Big Twelve honorees. Uh, I'm gonna go under just because there's like i think there's four guys that are, that that are probably um i don't yeah i'm gonna go under just because I, I mean you're safer betting under yeah. on all of that kind of stuff but okay i would not Give me be the surprised over. to see them both in the conversation you're taking the over i'm taking the over one of the two will if i had to pick i'm gonna pick a dylan mitchell breakout year i think there's a huge jump there but i could easily see ace too i wow am i talking myself into texas i didn't yeah. expect that when we clicked record but here we are <laughs> uh, all right give them an official letter grade if you give them a better grade after all of this than i do i'm just gonna quit this entire series what's your grade for texas no so i'm gonna give them a b minus right like i think that they were they were trending towards an f for a while, right? You lose commitments from two five-star guys. It looks like Dylan Mitchell's going to go pro. You don't know who you're bringing in. It looks it looks bad. Like as you're heading into April, I, I remember getting Texas uh, texts from Texas fans uh, that 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 I'm friends with that were like, "Are you sure? Like you've been campaigning to get RT this job. Are you sure? Like this is the dude? Like do we really want this guy? Like what the hell is going on over here?" And then it kind of settled down and and. Yes, they lost Ron Holland and AJ Johnson, but like Max Aismith is going to be really good. I think Dylan Mitchell and Ron Holland are kind of like the same impact player. Like sophomore year Dylan Mitchell, freshman year Ron Holland, I don't think are all that different. Um, and you know, I think getting Tyrese Hunter back makes up for the fact that uh, you're not going to have AJ Johnson there. I also think it's always more valuable to have an upperclassman than have a freshman in those spots. And you got Caden Shedrick, you got a couple other guys. I'll give it a solid B minus, and I don't think that. Um, you know, that's, it's about as run of the mill as you can get. Okay. I'm going to go a minus, which might sound a little crazy to Texas fans. Uh, I, I look, you lose Ron Holland that that stinks, right? If he was in tow with everything else they added, I think that's an a plus off season. I just love this portal class so much. Like I think Ace miss is a blue chip portal guy. I think Shedrick is a, a five-star portal guy. 
I like Horton. I think he can play. I like I see the makings of a team just in what they brought in. And you add to it a guy like Tyrese Hunter, who I'm not selling any stock on whatsoever. Um, I see the makings of a really, really good team and a good season. So uh, I'm rooting for you, Roddy Terry. Don't let me down. And anyways, Texas fans, thanks for watching. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Uh, I feel like Texas fans, this might be the first one where fans of the team are actually lower on their offseason than we are. That'll be a fascinating dynamic to watch it play out. But if you want to watch the rest of our series on the offseason grades here at the Field of 68, you can do so on our YouTube channel. Jump in the comments, throw us a like and a subscribe while you're over there. For Rob Doster, my name is Greg Waddell. We'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.